You are listening to the Age of Heroes podcast, a podcast dedicated to pop culture, fandom, and the geek world. My name is JP Saurikolia. I am a digital creator committed to inspiring others to pursue their passions, their dreams, and goals. I am sitting down with creators and influencers from all walks of life to talk about their work, their experiences, and how to make a positive impact. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, how you doing? JP Sari Kolia here, and welcome again to another episode. Uh, this episode of Age of Heroes, uh, our podcast, my podcast. And today I have a guest of honor, uh, which I am super glad to have today with us. Uh, he's going to uh, share a lot of things today. I'm going to ask him a lot of questions, going to poke him a little bit. Uh, in this case, is Dean uh, Bodanza. I think that's your last name. I forgot. Yep. Pronounce it yep. right. Um, AKA. AKA uh, Statue Hunter 75. For those who have been in this hobby for quite some time, uh, they know that name. Um, and I'm super glad to have him here. I wanted to do this for quite some time, and now we got the opportunity. Uh, I, I got to, before I let him start introducing himself, I, I want to, to, to mention this for those who are listening here. I, I I am very grateful for, for Statue Hunter 75. I'm very grateful for Dean. Um, to me, he was the inspiration for me to start doing YouTube stuff. Um, oh, I'm humble. I'm humble. <laughs> yeah. It, actually, my channel, my main channel, JP Sour Reviews, uh, just, um, just back in November, uh, we celebrated our 10th anniversary, 10 years doing this, but um, which is amazing. But before I start doing this, before many of us start doing this, there was a, a few selected ones that they were doing it way before everyone. And Dean was one of the first ones and definitely was the one who inspired me the most to start doing the YouTube stuff. And uh, uh, definitely, Dean, I'm very grateful for um, that you were the one doing it back then. Um, you shared a lot of stuff back then. I learned a lot from you. And uh, definitely, I think that you kind of built a community around it. Uh, a lot of people who are unfamiliar with this hobby, with statue collecting, got into statue collecting. Uh, you know, in this case, thanks to people like you, people like uh, Alcacel, people like Ansel 06 or that Avern 07, uh, Max Collector, they were, they were the originals, the OGs, the ones that started doing this. So I want to say thank you, Dean, for, for all these years been doing this. Um, I'm You're welcome. grateful for that. <laughs> and, and it's funny, a lot of the names you mentioned, Alcacel and everyone and Matt X, uh, um, all amazing channels, all great guys, very, very knowledgeable, very great guys. And there was one other one who actually is the one that got me into it uh -huh. way before all those guys. I think I was around before Mad X Collecta. I know yes. everyone was around with me. Yes. And Alcazar was right around my time or a little bit. I can't remember. He might have even been a little before me, maybe. Yeah, Max um, Collector came out. I'm sure Keek Maddox came yeah, after you, but yeah. Francois. Francois, a great friend, great guy, and yes, he is beautiful new baby, and mm. his wife. Um, but he came a little after. But there was um, the one guy that I started watching who got me into it was Pitu. Yeah, I was about to say Pitu that. Vision, yes, Pitu Papo. He was and, the like, first I, I one of the first ones. I saw, I saw his review. What got me into Street Fighter uh, was his review of the Ryu, the Jerry Macaluso mm -hmm. Ryu. Who was another close friend, great guy, Jerry Macaluso from Pop yeah, Culture. Yeah. Well, formerly, he was with him. Formerly, simply. yep. But um, the Rio where he's holding the headband, mm -hmm. the Street Fighter, that's, that was uh, P2's review of that and his old review of um, the Hulk, the OG Hulk from Sideshow, the premium format. The premium format, yeah. 
Quarter scale. Yeah. The, he did those two reviews really pulled me into it. And I was like, you know what? And, and I mean, I don't know if I'm, I don't mean to be jumping no, no, no. Go ahead. the conversation here, but this is kind of what got me into it was, um, my wife or at the time, my girlfriend slash fiance, this is way back. This is like before 2009, we got married in 2011. Um, right when I started the channel it was probably around Oh nine, maybe I think Oh nine or late Oh nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, you know, before I met my wife and kind of settled down and got a little reined in, I used to go out a lot to the nightclubs and stuff like that. And with my friends and in Boston, which is where I'm from. And, um, I used to wear like the fancy jeans and all that stuff. And I, I used to get my jeans tailored. I'm six feet, but for some reason, true religion jeans mm-hmm. with expensive, stupid jeans. I used to waste money on <laughs> used to be really long and, yeah. and I'd have to be in six foot. I have to get them altered. And this place in Newbury Street in Boston, mm-hmm. um, a wonderful place. I forget the name of Newbury Street Tailors, I think. In his tailor shop, he had all curios and glass cabinets with like statues mm-hmm. and mirrored, mirrored cabinets, display cabinets, like high end, not IKEA, really nice ones. Mm-hmm. And he had a beautiful display. He had the Hulk Spidey dial, he had all the sideshow dials, the OG ones, the yeah. X. All three of the X-Men, he had them all. And I was there with my wife, girlfriend at the time. And I was like, oh, my God, look at this mall. So I'm like looking at the Hulk versus Venom. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I'm sorry, Spider-Man versus Venom. Okay. Dio, the Bowman. Okay. And I was looking at it, just like, wow. And that's what she got me for a gift like <laughs> that year for my birthday. And, um, you know, she talked to the guy and found out where he got it from. He told her about Bowen and, and then my wife taught me about eBay after I got, I'm like, wait, you get this? And she's like eBay. Hence the end of the, the nightmare that became this ridiculously huge collection. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was like one of the first statues in his tailor shop where he had all the statues on display was my first introduction to statues. Mm-hmm. And then I started, started watching YouTube. And saw P two, P two, started seeing all the reviews and stuff, and then it was all, all history. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, the, the good thing you mentioned because, um, you know, I thought about P two, but for some reason it just didn't click. But yeah, I know that he he has been probably he's one of the oldest. I remember when even SciShow back then did like a special with him, like because you know he's been in the hobby for so long, and you know now of course you know life has changed. You know he's now a father. He has. It's, you know, yeah. it, it, you know, things change, you know, for all of us in one way or the other. And I still remember one thing that um, I, one of the things that I love about your, your, you making videos, it was the fact that if they feel, they felt very, uh, very natural, like you were doing, it was a conversation. I felt that you were conversing with us, you know, in this case, with me as a person watching, I feel that you're just sharing. There were even times I remember when, and you mentioned that you, you had a, your girlfriend back then, and uh, there were times where you mentioned that you were a bit tipsy, things like that. And and it was so natural. It, it, it felt like, <laughs> oh, hey, man, I'm, I'm like talking you. to my friend. <laughs> and uh, coming in from uh, a night of drinking or something. Yeah, like you would say, hey, let me share you, <laughs> let me share with you um, this new statue that Those I have. and. <laughs> they things have changed but it was a, a different time of course youtube wasn't as big as it is now you know yeah. people we're not really people were not looking for cloud you're not looking for followers you were just simply sharing the stuff that you oh, love yeah. and naturally people kind of were attracted to it because i feel you know i knew i was already collecting stuff but every time i remember when you were posting some of these videos i was like man i love this piece so i have to go that's when I started going to eBay a lot too, because man, I want that, and let me where do I need to go to get this piece? 
because one thing I love about your collection was that it was very eclectic. Uh, you know, it was not only one company. There were so many different companies. Uh, you have a passion for a lot of things. I remember your Street Fighter stuff. You you have PCS. Uh, you share uh, DC Collectibles, DC Direct. You share uh, SciShow, of course, So and Bowen Design. So it was a lot of different things, which I love. And and I, I can see that you always have a passion for so many things. Um, where everything started, because I know that you started with the statues, but... Does that go goes back all the way to your childhood? You know, where you know with comics well, and stuff. Yeah, like my, um, in my childhood, I wasn't like a. I mean, I I was a collector, I guess. Uh, you know, a little bit of you know action figures and all that stuff, Transformers and all that, like any other kid. Um, but uh, I um, I basically did comic books and baseball cards mm -hmm. when I was younger. I was I was heavily into in like my teens. And, you know, until like obviously college and chasing girls and you know, mm -hmm. life changes. But it, in, until about like the night late nineties, I was into comics and and uh, sports cards, mainly mm -hmm. sports cards, even more so than comics. And um, I've recently just now getting married over the past. You know, I've been married for like eleven plus years now. Mm -hmm. But um, you settle down and you have kids, and now I've kind of gotten back into the sports guys a little because you run out of space for the statues in your collection room. Yeah. You can't constantly review statues because I'm I'm not a multimillionaire and I'm mm -hmm. you know I don't live in a big mansion where I have all the space for everything. So now I'm very more selective of my collection. I'm definitely starting to thin some out and sell some. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> so now my channel has kind of evolved. I still get a statue here and there or a hot toy figure, and I'll mm -hmm. try and do a review mm -hmm. to keep everyone into it but i started also like doing opening sports cards yes you know, i was opening high-end packs and i opened the pokemon with my kids and stuff like that and that's the thing about my channel it's it's very simple you know what i mean i've never i've never put high production into it or mm -hmm. started like an introduction screen or anything like that it was always just i'd whip my camera out now it's my iphone mm -hmm. 14 pro max or my ipad you know I'll, I'll just film with that and you know there was a while when i was doing a little bit of slight simple editing just putting down the name of the statue by sideshow collectibles or by yeah. prime one or whatever it was but it just it, i just want my channel just it's just kind of just to share with you guys you know it's mm -hmm. i'm not looking for any kind of like advertising deals or anything like that you know yeah. so i haven't gone heavily into like some companies did send me stuff to review but they were mm -hmm. like oh you gotta get more into your lighting and your and it's like that's not what i'm about you know what i mean i'm not going to change my whole channel and get a backdrop and start doing, you know, high-end equipment and stuff like that. I just, just do simple reviews. It's on the side. It's a hobby. Um, it's, it's not a job. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be a professional YouTuber. It was mm. great that it took off and I got a lot of subscribers. I mean, I've kind of plateaued now at like 13,030 or, you know, it, it goes mm. up and down. It stays right around 13,000. Yeah. I'll take all the subs. If you guys want to subscribe, I still appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You know, the growth of the channel and everyone subscribing. I love all my subscribers and you meet amazing people. Oh, yeah. Like I, I met one of my best friends. Um, it's funny. Uh, Make Mind Marvel. He has a, a, okay. a channel on YouTube as well. Um, Matt, Mattina, he was in collecting and uh, he's still in it. He just sold off a lot of his mm -hmm. collection and kept, kept the grails, so to speak, in his mm -hmm. collection. Um, but it's funny because Chris Big Silva 77. Big Silva, yeah. I don't remember Chris Silva, another good friend, good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. My wife and I actually went out to Vegas on the West Coast and met up with him and his wife a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And when I met Chris and met up with Chris and we had a fun little weekend there in Vegas. And then he was telling me that you know, there's a guy who messaged me 
in Boston who lives near you and wants you to hook up with them, maybe you guys go out and talk statues, go for, you know, a drink a and drink a burger it. or something and uh, reach out to him. And that was Matt. Mm-hmm. And Matt has, over the past 10 years has become one of my closest friends, wow. best friend. He's a great guy. He's a army. He's in the army. The guy's a hero. You know, he's in the army. He's a, uh, he's a fireman, an all around hero and just a great guy. And I met one of my best friends, one of my best friends through this hobby, through this collecting, because everyone's so good in it. And, um, you know, he's my um, son's godfather, and I'm his youngest mm. daughter's godfather. Wow. That's how, you know, how amazing. Close. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some toxicity in this in this hobby, too. Oh, you yeah. You meet great people. You do meet some a-holes. A couple guys from across the pond have, have made a few comments about me. And, they, and the funny thing about that is these British guys, I'm not dropping names. You can figure <laughs> it out. They don't even know me. And yeah. one of them says, like, hey, I met him at a Comic-Con. He never even, I never even saw him. Never saw him. He said he met me at a Comic Con, and I said this, and I think I'm all that. And I'm a cocky guy. Mm-hmm. That's not me. But I never, I didn't go back on social media and blast him. I mean, this is an interview three years later or whatever. I think it was a couple of years ago he made these comments, mm-hmm. and you're you're talking to me now, and I'm just bringing it up. But it's nothing. It's it's stupid. You got some people like that, but you, you overall you get a lot of good people in this hobby, mm-hmm. and and um, just so many good people. Even the statue company owners, like yeah. me, Jerry Macaluso such a great guy and you meet you meet such good people josh zim mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys know josh zim me and matt went to the new york comic-con mm-hmm. probably the comic-con that this person from uh across the seas is claiming he met me at but he didn't we met josh zim that is someone i actually bumped into and got to know at the comic-con and we had a blast we went on after had a few cigars had drinks it's just great time and i see all these guys like all my good friends like francois and Chris Silver and all them out mm-hmm. on the West Coast, they they whoop it up at the San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Someday I'll get out there, maybe. I don't know. I still haven't made it out there. Yeah. Definitely a dream to someday get out there and go to that. But they look like they have a blast every every year. Every year, so, yeah. Guys. I think that's so the it, part that um the greatest thing, like you said, and it's it's so it's amazing because um you know, this is the thing. This hobby brings so many people together that they come from all different walks of life. People that sometimes they're even maybe may right next to you that you don't even know you share the same passion. But uh, with this hobby, I noticed that you get to know people, the real people, you know, the real heart, the real passion, how yeah. what they love. And I know sometimes, you know, there are a lot of heated moments, you know, because I yeah. think we're all very passionate people. Uh, I notice yeah. that sometimes people say things that they don't mean to say. And I've encountered yeah. situations too where, Man, I have people that I met in the forums and then on Facebook, we disagree about something and man, we're yeah. blasting each other out for a while. I had a, a, a friend that I'm not going to mention here that, you know, at some point we got into this big argument because uh, I think uh, he was making comments against a company that he was not happy with the product. But I, I will just kind of bring in my opinion in reference to this, the, the reason why they did what they did. And of course, he blasts me on Facebook for a while, you know, but then, you know, we're good friends, you know, like we're friends on Facebook. Um, you know, we have our moments, you know, and I feel that it happens a lot. Um, and yes, like you said, there are toxic behavior. There are toxic people, but they're yeah. also I would say that for those who are toxic, there's many people here that are the they're opposite. The mino- Luckily, they're the minority. The toxic behavior is the minority. And it's funny because like one of the great guys who was another heavy, I'm not going to name his name but he was another big street fighter collector. And I've been friends with him forever. Like not close friends. Like I know him, call him on the phone or anything, but friends through the community. And he kind of blasted me with those other two guys from their 
channel. Oh, like wow. he, 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 he didn't blast me on their channel. He made a comment. Oh yeah. Statue hunt is this. I was like, wow, I can't believe he's saying that about me. It kind of hurt, you know, it kind of like, was like, wow, I thought, you know, we, we've had a few conversations about street fighter stuff. Cause that's the about it, yeah. a whole nother, whole nother community in itself. In itself. Yeah. And uh, I've met so many great people, but like you said, thank God, uh, those people are the minority and people do get passionate. I've, I've like, a very good friend of mine, uh, Bruno, who, you know, ran statue. Uh, God, I can't think of it. Uh, uh, oh my God. One of the channels on YouTube, one of the popular okay. statue collectors. Um, can't believe I can't think of it right now. Anyway, I'm, I'm having a total brain. Yeah. Pop, but anyway, uh, you know, we get in passionate conversations, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, you, you're friendly. So you, 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 you just got to let it go. It's, it's not worth it. You, you might think one thing about a statue company or a statue itself, mm -hmm. and somebody else thinks another. And you're really passionate about it, and you have your opinion, and eh, just let it go. At the end, it's not worth the argument, you know? And, and that's the great thing about, like, with Bruno, like, uh, um, you know, we'll have an argument about a statue and then forget about it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you, you just let it go at the end of the argument. You know, I'm trying, I can't believe I'm, I'm resin something. I can't, I, I really can't believe I'm forgetting the name of, cause I've, I've kind of been out of statues for, for a little, for a little bit, bit now. Yeah. You know, I haven't been following things, but it's on, it's on Facebook. I'm actually looking up Polystone Addicts. My okay. God, I, knew, I, I almost had to look up the name, Polystone but you, you know, Bruno who runs yes. Polystone. He's an awesome guy. And, um, you know, we, we always argue and, and, and everybody argues like the people get on, we'll be talking about the, the, the new Star Wars show, the new Disney show. Oh yeah. Sometimes things get political and then yeah. <laughs> you're good enough friends that you let it go at the end. It's not, it's, it's just, it's just a, yeah, because like, a conversation. Like I, I was you know? looking at my list of friends that I, that I have on Facebook. I probably have over a thousand friends and the vast majority of those friends are people who ha have met through through statue collecting or any other hobby. Um, which is amazing. It's yeah. like you, all these people come together and of course everyone is different. Everyone has different ideas about everything. Like you said, a different opinion in reference to a movie or even statues. And believe me, there are a lot of times where I find that I have more disagreements with my friends than agreement. But at the same time, um, we share something that we're passionate about. And, you know, I try to be respectful. Yeah. I think that that's one thing that sometimes is lost in translation and it's lost also in the, in the forums or Facebook is that sometimes people are quick to judge or quick to express their opinion without not really having, uh, or really thinking, Hey, am I saying the yeah. right thing? Am I going to hurt somebody? Yeah. You know, because the problem yeah. with Facebook is that when back in the day, when you were just sharing on forums, it's just, you're an, a person that it's a separate entity. You're like, in the, you know, you create an avatar, you create a person there and you can leave it there. But when you're on Facebook, you also have your family together. You have friends, you know, you have everything, all your life is right there for people to yeah. see. And sometimes people are quick to just start looking at your life, looking at your family and, you know, it can get out of hand very quick. How do you handle all that? You know, because I know it can get sometimes out of hand. Um, you know, I just, I like, like I said, like I try, I try to, like ignore it you know what i mean like like when those comments were made i got really pissed and i wanted to jump on and retaliate mm -hmm. show screenshots and all this shit and, and 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 defend myself but it's like is it worth it you know what i mean it just stay out of it it's it's, it's not worth it uh, you know this this channel is a fun thing that i got into and it's a hobby that i love and and uh, you know i'm passionate about collecting and it's not worth starting these wars with people like there was one other guy long shot guy used to torture me he used to leave all these stupid 
comments on my channel all the time. Mm -hmm. And I just like, dude, you don't even know me. I don't even know you. And I think he's a dad too. It's like, you got kids. Like it, it, is it worth this, this nonsense, you know, leaving, leaving comments on someone's channel. Like there's, there's so many haters out there, but there's always going to be trolls and haters oh, yeah. that leave comments on your channel. I'll just delete them or wipe it off the channel. You know what I mean? It, it, that, that's how I handle it. You know, I, I'll answer them. If it's something that's a valid comment, that's worthwhile mm -hmm. or worthy of an answer or a response, I'll give them my response. But most of the time it's, it's garbage and I'll just delete it off the channel and block mm -hmm. them. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's just that's what I learned because I used to do the same thing uh, initially when I was doing my job. Because this is the thing, you know this very well. You produce a video, whether you put too many hours into producing it or not, it takes time just to, you know, to make the video, uh, to yeah. present your opinion, then upload it into YouTube. And all of a sudden, you know, you get people leaving good comments. And then you're always going to have, like you said, the troll, the person that always, no matter what, comes just to say that they dislike you because of this or yeah. because of that or and, make an awful comment about your family or something stupid. things like, like that. I'm not serious but i've heard other people talk about stuff like that you know what i mean but you know what for every one or two idiots like that mm -hmm. there's 500 other awesome comments and it makes you feel great when people like thank you like like you in the beginning of this video were thanking me i you know i didn't do this mm -hmm for popularity or anything, but it is humbling and it feels great when someone says something like what you said, you know, thank you for showing me this statue or this. I, I went out, but when someone comments that I went out and got that cause specifically cause of your review, it feels awesome. It's cool. It's like, I'm, oh, I'm glad I could help you, you know, mm -hmm. while I'm doing something that I like doing, just making a video about something that I like. Actually, yeah. I appreciate that. Like one time I was out, uh, obviously I live in Massachusetts mm -hmm. and I was out summertime was out with my wife at the time and she, we were married at the time and it was around before I, before we had kids uh we were in newburyport and just uh, just you know going all the nice places and stuff like that mm -hmm. shopping and stuff and um this dude walks up to me big big jacked guy uh with his pretty girlfriend and his other friend with him and they walk up to me and he's like Dude, your statue on to 75. He's like, I love your channel. He's like, oh my God, I watch, I base all my purchases off your reviews and this, uh, that. And it felt awesome. I was just like, you know, I was like, oh, thanks, man. That's awesome. You know, and my wife's walking away, like embarrassed. You know, obviously, she's not into statues and all that stuff, you know, so she doesn't get it, whatever. Like, like those of us that are passionate and into it, mm -hmm. you know, so she's just like walking away all embarrassed. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> It's funny, but it, it, it's it's such a great feeling. Yes, know? it is like, like that. And I don't do it for that. But I mean, it's nice that that's like a side effect of it. You know, the people that do like the channel and appreciate the channel. It's it's a nice um, it's nice to It'll, hear stuff like. That. Yeah, and it makes up for all the all the, the simple things and the trolls. that Exactly. Like stupid, stupid comments. Yeah, I don't think, you know, like you said, it, 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 it feels nice to be recognized for the effort that you put on. In, on your stuff and um you know i have the same thing i remember there was a time where um it was my daughter um of course my daughter now she's married she's 22 she lives on her own but when she was living uh, i think it was middle school or high school and one time she said hey you know like my friend uh from school i think it was middle school says um he just told me that uh, uh his dad the friend um that watches your channel and he he's a follower of your channel loves your channel and i was like i didn't know how did he know 
who I was, you know, like things yeah. like that. But it, that's just the recognition and to realize that there's people that are out there that are watching and they're paying attention to those things. And I remember too, like when I was watching your channel and the other channels, the original channels that were doing the statue reviews, um, you know, I was, uh, I was working most of the time away from the house. I was not staying in the house. I stay in hotels, things like that. So to me, it was at the end of the day, coming to the hotel, it was just a good time just to relax, sit down, watch my, in this case on, my computer, my laptop, go to YouTube and just watch some of those videos. It was, uh, it brings a lot of memories and, um, you know, it was uh, my, my, my hobby or my pastime. It was just to watch the guys. One thing that I love about, um, your channel and how you produce content or how content was produced back then is that I felt that it was very, um, you know, you were just bringing your opinion. It, like you said, there was no big production in it. It was just you sharing your thoughts. It, it was, it was simpler. Uh, free, it guess, was yeah. genuine, you know, it was, it felt that it was real. Do you think that now we don't have the same thing? Because I know, every, you know, I'm not trying to judge channels, but it feels to me that people are, are trying to fake it rather than being honest uh, in reference to the things. Do you think that we like that more than, uh, than we used to do in the past? Uh, look, I'm not, I'm not looking to make enemies or anything, but uh, you know, a lot of it now on YouTube is people uh, trying to grow their channel. I mean, I get it. That's fine. You know, people are trying to get subscribers and put all this production into it and maybe get a, a statue company to send them stuff to review for free or something, you know, like, I mean, who knows, you know, I don't have a, a truth serum. So who knows who's really passionate about it? Who isn't? I had like, and, and I, I'd be dishonest if I started making comments about people right now, cause I don't really watch the statue things lately. Like I have, like I said, I haven't, I've kind of been out of it. I still love it and I'm still passionate about it. I'll go on Sideshow once in a while. It's kind of good that I have it because it saves my wallet. Mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. And, and like XM. And, and so like, I, I don't, I couldn't even give you an answer to that. Cause I don't know who's like the top video reviewers right now. I don't mm -hmm. watch them. You know what I mean? Is rad Titan. I don't even know if they're still in the game. Are they, are they, they still, still are, reviewing? Yeah. See, like I don't watch them. I did until some stuff and I don't watch them anymore. And, and, and like, I don't even know who, could you tell me who, who are like the big ones right now? And, I th uh, right now, the two biggest that I think the two biggest statues, um, reviewers, I would say perhaps, uh, Jin Min collectibles, I think is one. Okay. Uh, uh, he's on my feed. Like I see his stuff. I, yeah. I've he's, there, I yeah, think he's, he's the, the yeah, he's the biggest right now. Yeah. He's cool. Um, and then, uh, Jen Mint, and I think the other one will be uh, the Batman statue collector. That will be the second one. I think those are the, the two of the top. Seen, honestly, I've seen Jen Mint, the Batman statue collector. I don't even think I've yeah, seen Yeah, he does that. And that's I, his name? Yeah, uh, yeah. well, Chris, uh, Chris Michael, that's the, the guy, um, that does, okay. he's a Batman statue collector. He is big right now in his community because he also has a, a, a Facebook group and all that. Uh, so he has a lot of people there. Uh, he initially started doing a lot of Batman stuff uh, because mm -hmm. that's in the name too. But then, it's of course, cool. but he's just been expanding into all sort of things, you know. So that like, he produces content. Uh, Jen Mint started, of course, sharing his statues and also sharing uh, omnibuses and comics and stuff like that. Yeah, I but, see Jen Mint doing arcade one-ups and now, yeah, he also does yeah, that everybody. too. Everyone's branching out, which is good. Everybody does. There's, I think there is a lot of, you know, different pockets of things. Of, of course, you know, you have to kind of, I, I totally understand. Like you said earlier, uh, people want to build their channels. They want to bring more viewers because it's part of the game now. Uh, I think maybe 10 years ago, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, it was a very different way. With YouTube was not in that 
it was not about business. It was just about people sharing, like any other social platform, people sharing their own stuff. Uh, but now it's more of a of a business. So you have to grow the the channel so you have, can have more exposure for other viewers, which is sad at the same time because uh, in that process, in my opinion, I feel that channels become less authentic. You know, it's just you're not sharing your things and your opinion. You're not filming on the kitchen table. You're you have yeah. to kind of have, like you said, a setup and you got to do this and you got to do and you have to hire somebody to do the editing for you because I know some uh, some reviewers have to hire somebody to do stuff. So it's more complicated than than it used to be. And in some way, it feels less less about community and more about, you know, kind of building brands, you know, with yeah. for, and the companies are doing the same thing. Now, what do you think about the companies now? Because, you know, companies weren't doing that now. I, I didn't want to cut you off. I didn't want to talk over you, but that was something I've been wanted to say. Like another thing that's kind of ventured me out of statues or not I'm not completely out, but I've kind of distanced more from mm -hmm. statues is because they're just getting so ridiculous in price. I mean mm -hmm. they're, they're amazing. Oh, yeah. One, the stuff that they are putting out is just like that Green Lantern stuff I saw. I mean, uh, the Predator stuff. I did my two most recent statues, which I haven't even reviewed the most recent. I, I, I did review the City Hunter Predator. Okay. I still have one sitting in the box in my basement, um, the, the Jungle Hunter. The Jungle Hunter. Probably the best, one of the best Predators I've ever seen. I, I, I still have love for my, uh, my uh, one-third scale wolf. Sideshow Wolf Predator with the alien, the yes. dead alien body. Yes. The legendary scale figure. I mean, I, I, I'll always be one of my favorite Predator pieces, but but I have the Jungle Hunter from Prime 1, and that thing I took out of the box with Matt. I needed help. It's so big. The two boxes are huge. Um, we just took it out to inspect it. We didn't video it at the time. I probably should have while I had it with mm -hmm. the box, but put it back in. Just wanted to make sure it wasn't damaged. Um I do got to get a review of that out eventually. That just piece is amazing. The, the, yeah, the, the newer stuff is, it's just, get, obviously it's getting better and better and the quality is getting better and better, but the price is going higher and higher. And I mean, unless you hit the lottery or, you know, you're, you have a hedge fund somewhere, you're independently wealthy. I don't know how many people are going to be able to keep, keep up with this collection uh the way it is now with, with the statues being, you know, minimum prices of a thousand dollars. And up, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like the, those prime ones that I got, those are the last few. I even canceled one. I had the dead skin predator body, the human uh -huh. bodies, the trophies. Yes, I got that piece, and I'm like looking at it. And I'm like, that's nine hundred bucks just for it's not even a character from the Predator franchise. It's a skinned body. So I called them up and I uh -huh. said, I'm gonna cancel the order. I called the prime companion piece. That's all. They were <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's just a companion piece, and it's more than most sideshow statues. Uh -huh. You know, it, it, so. Uh, it's just gotten out of hand. I, I get it. The companies have to make money. Like one guy I do watch that mint hunter. He stole my name. Hunter. <laughs> mint hunter. hunter. No, he's got a good channel. I'm only, I'm joking. Uh, he, he's got a, a pretty good channel and he's talking about how he's get selling all his statues, getting out of the game because of how expensive I was just watching him the other night mm -hmm. on his channel. I'm subscribed, subscribed to him. And, uh, it's just, um, I think a lot of people like him and myself are, are, are probably, you know, you don't want to leave the hobby. You don't want to see the hobby mm -hmm. die, but a little bit if jaded. The hobby gets, gets too big for you. You kind of you're forced out. I mean, I'm not. I can afford it, but do I want to spend money on it? No, I got I got two kids growing up now. I got to worry about t-ball and stuff. And yeah, I can't I can't be throwing two thousand dollars a statue here and there like it's nothing. You know, it's uh, I got I got to pay for uh, you know my kids' uh, swim classes and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so so um. 
I'm not growing out of it. I'll always love statues and I'll always keep up my channel and I'll always, you know, try and do videos. Mm -hmm. Like I said, whenever I get a small piece or anything, I still review it. I have a lot of hot toys that I just got to find the time to review that I haven't reviewed yet. I got a lot of box up. I even, like I said, I have those predator statues. I have a couple statues to review. It's just finding the time, you know, to, to do it. That's the other, the now, other, the other you come across. Now that you brought that, uh, the hot toys, um, do you think people are branching out into other things now that the prices are too high in some collectibles? I would, I would venture to say so. What I love about hot toys is the, the, the faces look better than any statue yeah. that looks so realistic. Like I have that Christopher Reeve Superman that I did the review on a long time ago. Mm. That is Christopher Reeve. You put a camera on that. But there are some statues that look really real. Like yeah. I remember taking a picture, picture of the, the Terminator sideshow of mm. Schwarzenegger. It's probably the, one of the best pictures I've ever taken of a statue because it had it was in the black IKEA, uh -huh. so it was had it looked like I put production into the picture. Yeah. But it, it was just blacked in the back, so it Background, looked yeah. like a still from the movie, uh -huh. but it was a statue. And, and but like you're saying, Hot Toys just the quality is amazing, and it's like what two fifty three hundred for most pieces of Hot Toys on mm. on average. It's much better than a thousand dollars. So maybe people are, you know, kind of getting into that. Yeah, because I, I, I will tell you, like recently, I've been branching out. I've been moving into other things um, from statues. I've been getting into, like last year, I got into uh, action figures. Uh, I've been getting into hot toys, one six scale figures, but also I've been getting into, um, you know, cheap figures. Like I would say, like the McFarlane toy, the superpowers too, like oh, things like that. Dude, it's funny you said that because I I've, I've been collecting the whole line with my son. My son's six now. Yeah, he loves Flash. He loves you. Have Flash in the background there. No, uh, -uh. he's gonna be mad. No, <laughs> I see all the Marvel stuff. No, he 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 loves Flash, and it's funny because I'm a huge Marvel fan. Yeah, I don't even I'm not even that big into DC. My guy's Superman on DC. Mm -hmm. I, the Superman was my favorite growing up. I like Batman too. Don't get me wrong, but my son loves Flash. I don't know where he got it from. I think he saw him on YouTube or something. Probably. I'm like I'm like my son's name's Luca. I'm like Luca. Wait, why do you like Flash? And this is like when he was like four or five, and he's like, I like Flash. He's my favorite. I'm like. Where did this come from? I don't read Flash comics, or anything, uh -huh. so I just don't know. But anyway, I'm I'm totally venturing off here. I forget what we we're talking about. Yeah, no, talking about like I feel like you know, like for example, oh, yeah, the figures. I, the figures. figures. There's so yeah, many so things cool. like, and in some ways, it's it's a way because you know, like now I have to debate. I'm debating every time a piece comes out. Like, do I need this? Do I need to pay a thousand dollars for this, where I can put the money in something else and still have the same level of you know, passion and still be happy with things because, you know, like it's amazing now, like now companies, there's so many companies producing so many things. It's just, we are bombarded every day with so many products. I'm like, yeah. I have to kind of be picky about things. Uh, but like you said, life goes and you have to worry about things are, you have to take those priorities that they have to be in the first place on anything. Like family comes first. I always tell that to people. You have to take care of your bills. You got to take care of all of these things. And then of course, whatever, income you may have left you know discretionary income then you can use it into some other hobby but yeah the prices are insane and like you said yeah. there's no I, I, there's no sign people are always saying is the price are the prices going to come down i doubt it you know since we started in this hobby it has never come down it continues to I go don't up see it happen. i said the only time the prices will come down is when the hobby dies you know what i mean like and i hope it doesn't die i don't want to see that happen you know but and that's funny because getting back into reselling these things and stuff it's like with all these new statues, it Rough. kills some of the value of your older statues. It's like, oh, and there's some good statues that you're like, wow, I can't believe 
that's not fetching the money it used to fetch. You exactly. Know? Like, I mean, those, a lot of those Street Fighter statues have dropped in value. Amazing. Someday, because you know, I'm going to be selling some of them eventually. Yeah, because and some of those original PCS, uh, some of the there were a bunch of grails on the with yeah. that pop culture line. You you could not find them for for cheap back then, and now you can eBay. You know, people are selling this stuff because they're looking into the want their scale, which is another thing that amazes me now that people are jumping into instead of just going below, going to some a scale that is smaller, they're going into bigger scales, and everybody wants the want there now. And to me, it's like, but that's too much space. You know, once that, that is it, that's another thing. The statue costs are going up, but also the size of them are going up. So the one third statues are just enormous. I only have a few in my collection and I'm just like, I'm going to start moving these because the space that it takes up. I mean, right now for one third statues in my collection, I have a few of the street fighters. I have the battles damage Ryu. Mm -hmm. I have the Akuma. I have the Shin Akuma. Mm -hmm. I have the Rambo. These are all pop culture. I have the pop Conan. Culture, yeah. I mean, I've reviewed them all on the channel, but I, I got the Chun-Li, the battle dress Chun-Li. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about it. I got to start thinning these out. The Prime One. I think the Prime One are the best one-third statues, but I will say that. That Batman Arkham Knight that I have mm -hmm. is one of my favorite Batman statues. Um, it's insane. The original Batman Arkham Knight where he's just standing kind of. Yes. Um, and then the one of my favorite Superman statues of all time is the Hush One Third Prime One Superman. It thing is enormous, um, and it takes up so much space. But I will probably never get rid of that thing unless I'm dying of like some horrible disease and I need money for a surgery. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that that statue will probably go to the grave with me because I love that Superman. It's probably the best Superman, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think it's the best Superman statue to date. Um, and what do you think now the, that they're gonna do it? And what do you think about now that they're gonna? bring it as a quarter scale what is your opinion about that who's i'm sorry who, that Prime superman yeah yeah it's, uh, they're going to produce the same statue uh as a quarter scale they just announced that on see, their live video yeah see that yeah i don't like that i think that kind of sucks because i think that's it hurts collectors like me and but i'm not looking to sell that like i just said mm -hmm. but if you did need to sell it you're getting hosed but yes it's I, a money grab by the company it's definitely a money grab by the company, but it, it does help other collectors get a small, if they make it affordable, it'll probably be a thousand dollars. Still the quarter scale. Now. Plus shipping, which you know? can add up kind of did double they, it. Did they, did they set a price point? They haven't said it. Um, they, they announced price point. Yet? Not yet. They announced it on their, uh, what was that on their showcase that uh, at the end of the year. So yeah, if, if they made it affordable, like $500 or something, then, oh, all right. At least more collectors can get it, but I know it. they're not going to do that. It's probably gonna be like a thousand bucks. It's going to be. I think that's a shitty move. I think it's a money grab and it's greedy. And that that's just, business is business. I mean, I don't know what to say. I guess if I owned a statue company, I don't know, would I do that? I mean, your object is to make money in business. It, 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 sometimes it's shitty. Like when they when they re-release statues, mm -hmm. it's obnoxious. It when is. They make, when Sideshow makes 50 different versions of Wolverine and Spider-Man, it gets to be obnoxious. Mm -hmm. It's great if you're a Wolverine or Spider-Man fan, but I mean, come on, enough is enough. You don't need 22 different statues of the same guy. Mm -hmm. Start working on some other characters, you know? I mean, it, or, or like they'll release a statue with a different color. It's the same exact cast. <laughs> it's just a different color. Like that's another money grab, but usually back in the day it used to be worth a fortune because yeah. if you were lucky enough to get those 50 exactly color there was only 50 out there so you mm -hmm. could resell that for a fortune if you were a flipper i 
like an idiot was never a flipper. So I still got them sitting in my basement and then hopefully they're still worth something now, but you know what I mean? It -hmm. was just funny how Sideshow used to do that. The black Friday special, the white (laughs) black. There's only five of them made, you know, really 50 or a hundred, whatever. Yeah. It's like probably. It's like, it's the same statue. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your opinion now with Sideshow? What do you think about? Because of course, Sideshow has changed a lot, you know, and of course, you know, they started small and, they cater back then. They just catered to statue collectors, but now, of course, they they distribute for other companies. So they have a different approach to business. What is your opinion on Sideshow now? I don't know. Sideshow kind of lost me being happy with. I was always a predominant proponent of Sideshow. I always loved their statues, and I still think they got amazing statues. I just hate how they did some scummy moves, like wiping out your points. Oh yeah, that really pissed me off. You'll lose. You, you your points used to be unlimited. You'd unlimited, yeah. Because, like, I could always go to a comic store and buy it for 15 to 10% off. Mm-hmm. But they offered the 10% off with the points or however the points plan. You got some money back. Um, and that was that was great. But then they got scummy because one time I had thousands of points. I looked down and all of a sudden I noticed I got, like, 500. I'm like, whoa, what, what happened to all my the... points? I called them up and they're like, oh, yeah, they expire now. That, that's bullshit. You know, without – sorry, I don't know if I'm – That's okay. There, that's okay. But, not cool that they just all of a sudden started doing that. You know, even if they say, Oh, we warned you, the fact that you chose to do that is not cool. You know, that was, that was a great feature and you take it away. You're only hurt yourself by doing stuff like that. Cause you lost me as a customer. You're like, I haven't bought a st- sideshow statue or piece in quite some time. But, yeah. and, and that, that was, that really was, uh, that left a bad taste in my mouth when that happened with my points. I was very upset with sideshow over that, but they are still, I will say, uh, one of the better statue companies out there. I mean, they've always been good to me with quality control. Like with, right. yeah, they had their issues, but they'd always make it good for me. I don't know. Other people have all these horror stories. Maybe because I bought a lot from them at the time, they definitely took care of me. I don't know. I, I can't speak to that. But they've always, Daniel Campisi or whoever it was at the time, would always get me a replacement. Mm-hmm. If if it was possible, if it was within reason would always get me a replacement. Yeah, I have never uh, had a, any problems with, um, I would say, with SciShop. Sometimes perhaps a little bit of communication in some of the messages wasn't as clear. But other than that, I've always been good. They, have, they always come through. So, I, And Prime, Prime, One, Prime One is a great company. I mean, the stuff they put out is amazing. I don't have anything bad to say about them or anything like that. I'd say my favorites would be SciShop and Prime One um, when I was heavily into collecting, um, you know, I was never a fan of XM. There's so many XM fanboys out there. Um, I just never, I never liked their stuff. I bought the Phoenix that one time. Correct. I liked that a lot. It looked good, the Flaming Phoenix, and but then I sold that eventually. Um, what do you, you think know, about I, PCS I, now? The new, I've, the I've new always ownership. loved PCS. They, the Jerry, I think it was more for Jerry. I, I had British a good relationship ship. with Jerry. These new guys, I really don't know them. I met them at the New York Comic Con one time. They were nice, nice fellows. I got nothing bad to say. Um, but I just, I'm not, a, what they're putting out now, I don't know. They're, they're just venturing into everything. Um, mm. I haven't really seen a Street Fighter piece that like knocked my socks off. Okay. Uh, you know, they're starting to do Marvel stuff, but it's like one third scale of the Spider-Man. Like, it, I don't know. I just think there's other companies that do that. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to slam any company, so I'm not going to say nothing negative. I'm just, I haven't been a big fan mm-hmm. of what's been coming out of PCS. What other um, companies have the Rocky? I didn't think the Rocky looked that good at all. Like, I wasn't a fan of the Rocky. Okay. Um, Are there any other XM, companies? XM seems to be getting better. 
okay. uh, with their with their quality and stuff. I'm, I saw some pieces of XM that looks like they're obviously they're improving, you know, but they've always they were the ones that started this price increase. I mean, they they, they seem did. to be the first company that started jacking up the prices, and then all the other companies followed suit. So I think XM ruined it for everyone because <laughs> <laughs> they were the ones that had these expensive statues to yeah. begin with. And then right after XM, everyone started jumping up their prices. All of a sudden, sideshow statues went from three fifty to eight hundred, you know. And then now they're up in a thousand. So I mean, I don't know if I was to say who started it. I remember XM was the first company in the my first book one that that started jacking up, you know, the high prices. Are there uh, any other companies that you that you've been paying attention to that you're kind of that you like what they're doing that you think they have a future? Yeah, Prime, Prime One. I mean, I love all the Prime One stuff. The only thing about Prime One is everything's like one third skill and huge, so I can't order. But I love it. Yeah, I, I love looking at it. I mean, I think the stuff they're putting out is amazing. Uh, Prime One and Sideshow. Um, I'm trying to think of like other companies that I mean. I guess that if I was heavily into the game, that's who I'd be ordering from. Mm -hmm. uh, What do you think about Iron Studios, the, this Brazilian company? Yeah, I mean, a few of those, one of those studios was doing the Superpowers uh, collection. Um, uh, Tweeterhead? Tweeterhead. Those, some of those look pretty cool. But, I mean, just, I don't know if the quality was there. Uh, just, I don't know, Sideshow always did it for me because the statues always looked so mm -hmm. real. Like, you know, so they had the comic feel, but they looked real too. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how to explain that. You know, just the, the accuracy and the, yes. the sculpture, musculature and just everything looks great. Like, look at that. Remember that red Sonya where she's stepping over the snake? I mean, I still yeah. got that in my collection. That statue is amazing. It you is. It, just, God, it looks so good. Some of the pieces uh, that they put out. And like I said, now now the um, Prime Ones are just knocking it out of the pot. Oh, yeah. I think what happened with the Sasha was the fact that they... You know, back in the day, you know, SciShow was the company that everyone wanted to work for. You know, that was Let the company. Let me give you a great analogy. Back in the day, SciShow was Prime One to Bowen Designs. Correct. Like Prime One is the SciShow now. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Because you remember Bowen Designs? They were great. They were cool statues. If you like comics and stuff, they looked awesome. But they just didn't have that extra detail that the SciShow started coming out with. Mm -hmm. And wow, SciShow knocked your socks off. Now Prime One's doing that to Sideshow where their statues are looking even better. You know, I think that's a good analogy to look it at is. like that. No, what, what, the thing is, is like Prime One always surprises me because when I look at the statue, to me, it's like, how can you top what they do? Like that every, yeah. how can you top it? I don't think anyone can top it because the likeness, the, yeah. the, the detail, but of course it comes with a high price tag, which most of us, we will never be able to afford. Uh, if you want to have it all, uh, you may it's be able to have one, one or two. Photo. It they just put out the, the the portrait of the Joker on that Joker statue. Yes, uh, from the Joker from the Joker movie. Okay, uh, I don't, yeah, Joaquin they, Phoenix. Yeah, because they've been working with with Blissway, so they've been Blissway does the Blissway. does Blissway. the the faces. Blissway. Yeah, the yes, portraits. Blissway does uncanny portraits. Blissway does amazing portraits. Their Rocky was a good Rocky. It yes, hard to do Stallone's face. They did it in that Rocky two statue. It was mm -hmm. great. They nailed it. Um, their Marilyn Monroe was amazing. The statue that did, and Blitzway has a lot of like. I got the Blitzway Michael Jordan figure just because it looked like Michael. Like Blitzway yes. is so good at that. They're, you know, this company like, is it's, it's amazing what they're doing. It's just I think um, I think the main concern, and I, everyone every time I talk to someone, uh, all the collectors, I think your all collectors they share the same point of view that you have right now with the pricing. It's just getting out of hand to a place where 
um at the same in my mind i'm thinking like companies need to also realize so they need to bring their you know put themselves at the same level everyone they have to put their foot on the ground and, and the feet on the ground and and start seeing it that way like you know we're not going to produce something that maybe we're going to have a few collectors buying it but they where the money is that is to really bring it to the masses so i feel that um you know i understand what some people want to have limited numbers but at the same time if you're only making i don't know what piece and you're charging five thousand dollars for that piece because prime one has some pieces that are five thousand you know how many people are going to buy you know how many people are going to spend five thousand dollars it's just very limited i mean it's a small motorcycle yeah <laughs> you know like five thousand dollars like they have this amazing because i love the whole one third scale display what was that uh based on the um, uh, dark knight returns they have the superman versus batman the whole diorama which is one there is amazing but paying five thousand dollars for it and you have to imagine that there's going to come probably three boxes yeah. The shipping cost from Japan, if you order directly from them, it's going to be insane. So I don't know. I don't know what these companies are doing. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's because there's a lot of Asian collectors now that have the money and they're pushing for this back, you know, in Asia. But it's, it, it, which is funny because it used to be a time where uh, I remember when America here in the United States was the place, you know, the companies, everything was sold here. And if you were outside of the United States, then you have to pay for shipping from the United States because SciShow was at the center of things. I remember I sold so many statues uh, to people in, in Southeast Asia. Uh, they wanted SciShow stuff. They told me, can you buy this for me or can you sell? And I sold to them all the time for profit, you know, not only because I charge them more than I would say it's charging in the United States to a lot of the buyers, but also because, you know, the shipping costs, you know, they, they were sending me, you have to pay for the shipping, so I have to send it to them. But now they have the companies, you know, they have the XM where there is Prime One Studio with all these Chinese companies that they're coming out, you know, in South, places in Southeast Asia. All these companies are doing amazing stuff and collectors seems to pay attention to that stuff. And in some way, you know, they kind of see in SciShow it's uh, like a second thought. It's just not the, the main thing. What do you think about the future of this hobby? Do you think it's sustainable? I hope it is. For, for the collector in me hopes it is. Um... I, but I don't know. I honestly don't know where it's going. I I can't predict the future. And just think about this, not to sound like an old man, but like the first sideshow statue, the first premium format, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, the first premium format from sideshow was the Wolverine Logan or whatever, where he had the cigar yeah. in the with the leather, it almost looked like plastic, the leather jacket. Yep. I think that went for like $150 yeah. to think of what, the statues are costing now. Um, I don't know. I don't know if everyone's all of a sudden, you know, I get, I get inflation, but is everyone also making an extra $20,000 a year to afford this collecting habit? Um, I don't know for sustainability. Like it's a great thing that the statues are at least numbered. Uh, well, you know, that's another thing. Now, addition sizes, too, because addition size always helped you out. Like, if you ever did have to part with a statue to try and get another piece in your collection, you know, at least if it was a low addition size, maybe you could st turn a profit or, or make definitely make your money back, at least. Now, you know, like, if I ever do get out, I'm probably going to take a huge loss on, on all of my statues because I have so many. It's just like, wow. Like, a friend of mine, uh, you know, I don't want to tell other people's business but a, a fellow i won't name names but a fellow collector friend of mine just recently had 
probably about like maybe I don't know if he had close to a hundred statues, and he probably hung on to like ten or fifteen of them, you know, and sold them. And I'm like thinking, wow, did that kid make a smart move? He probably did getting out because he probably made a little bit of money while he could, you know. Whereas me, if I hang on to these till I'm sixty or seventy or on my deathbed, <laughs> you know. I think it's going to be a loss, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it's not all about money. It's the passion of collecting and stuff like that. But at the same time, that to make smart it, moves. Yeah. You don't want to make a mistake and lose a lot of money either, you mm-hmm. know? So I don't know. I, I definitely know there's pieces in, like I said, I'm going to start thinning out my collection now. Well, my problem is my parents recently, well, not recently, but past a couple of years, they both died of cancer nine months from each Sorry other. Sorry to hear that. No, it's a thank you. It, you know, it was 2018, 2019. But a lot of this stuff, I had to clear out their house. And I had a lot of stuff from my house, from their house that came to my house now. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have to stop selling and potting to make space because it's just out of hand. You know, I'm not looking to be on the next episode of Hoarders, you know, and the, <laughs> the boxes alone for these things are just incredible. So um, eventually I'm going to be having a, a, you know, a big, sale and, and start potting with some stuff but i'm there's definitely pieces that i will never want to pot with and hopefully maybe i will take them to the grave or leave to my kids at least mm-hmm. if they get into it like my son's already into statues he's got the sideshow flash in his room and my daughter has the disney elsa so they're they're they're, they're into them a little bit my wife kind of controls it luckily because if I, if I, you know, they, they, their collection, they'd probably have out of hand like me too, you know? So it's kind of good that my wife pulls in the reins. Um, but yeah, I, the future of it, I don't know. I mean, cause there's always new generations. Yeah. And maybe it will have a future. Cause look at comic books. Yeah. Comic books. It's a collectible. Comic books have been around forever. I mean, as long as the industry can figure out how to keep their customers. Sorry, that's my phone. As long as they can figure out how to keep the price point affordable. Uh, and, but they keep going up and up. I don't know. Is it, is it eventually going to be, um, only for the ultra rich, you know, I don't know. I don't know if, if it's going to get that way. Cause if the prices keep going up, everybody's not going to be able to keep affording them. But comic books have been around forever. Baseball cards have been around forever. I mean, sports cards just had a resurgence kind of died in the nineties and two thousands and kind of just came back now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so who knows? Right. I wish I was Nostradamus and I could give a really <laughs> good answer to that. I hope it stays around forever because I love – I'll always go in my basement no matter how out of hand my collection gets. You know, I'll always go down every now and then and just look in my collection and just look around at my statues. And it just – it takes you to – I don't know. I sound like such a geek, but we're all geeks. And whoever's watching this is, understands me. Right. My wife would not understand me. Maybe my neighbors would not understand me. But whoever's watching this video understands me. You'll go and you'll – I'll sit in my leather recliner and just like look around at certain pieces. And I'm just like, you know, it's so cool. I, I would never pop with that piece. Like the Hulk Spidey diorama. Yeah. Like, you know, the, that is the an amazing Hulk, piece. Hulk, the Thor PF, the Hulk PF, the Wolf Predator. There's just some statues that I just look at and I'm like, it's such a good piece. Even like they're timeless, you know? They're timeless. They, yeah. They've held the age of time. That's Superman, one third, prime one. That's like right near my gaming setup you know where I'll, I'll be playing and i'll look over at it and it just looks awesome the statue's just so well made um yeah i just that i i hope the the community stays strong i mean 
it seems like it's always growing. There's always going to be new new people mm-hmm. uh, getting into it. So um, I don't see it. I hope it doesn't die. I don't see it dying. I know. It, it, look at look at a guy like me. Like I've kind of gotten pushed out of it, but I'm still into it. You know, it's yeah. still a passion for me. So I I don't I don't think it's going to go away. Is it going to slow down? Maybe maybe it'll slow down a little bit. Maybe not. It may, I don't know what's going to happen with the pricing and everything. You know, if people can keep affording it, it'll thrive. If not, either these companies are going to have to, you know, catch on and start lowering the prices and making them affordable again. I don't know what's going to happen. I think, with them, like you mentioned, I think you hit it in the, in the head when you mentioned it, that there's always new people coming. And, you know, back in the day, there was no many places to go and find information about this hobby. You know, the only places that we had was the forums or coming to YouTube to watch videos. But now the companies are using social media very powerfully. Um, they go to Instagram. They use they have their Facebook pages, their Facebook groups. You know, they have their own YouTube channels. You know, they go to, uh, you know, TikTok, all everything. You know, they're doing so many things. Uh, so there is... Uh, and there's billions of people in, in the in the world. So it's like they have a platform so they can sell their products. And I think that it's not going to simply die out. Of course, you know, some people, perhaps they get tired, get jaded. They move on with their lives. You get older, you take other responsibilities in your life. So that is different. But uh, I still there is. And one of the things that amazes me now is that, you know, some years ago, um, technically there were only a few uh, franchises that were being produced, whether it was your Marvel stuff, your DC stuff, perhaps some Star Wars stuff. Not everyone did it, um, but also you have perhaps Predator, Terminator, things like that. But now, like, everything has been produced. Every franchise that comes out, every new movie, there is a now collectibles. Uh, every new TV show, Netflix, you know, like cartoons, manga, anime. There's so many things. So I think there is a lot of potential and companies are seeing that as long as there is people willing to spend the money, there's always going to be companies producing something for them. Yeah. So now, now we're coming to really to the end of the episode. Um, um, I want to kind of ask you this question and definitely just your opinion. And, and def- if there's any tip, any advice you can give to anyone uh, who wants to follow in your footsteps, anyone that wants to perhaps watches all these videos, have watched your video, your channel, and they, they feel like, man, I want to do the same thing, but I don't have it. Um, what is your advice to them? I mean, I, I always like, whenever I made a video of something, like I said, I never put a big production to it. I just put the camera and started recording or the, you know, however you record, whatever you're using to record. Uh, but one thing I would always do is do my research before I started talking about something. Like, I would make sure I knew that like it, me and Matt used to always laugh about this. Like people would start talking about characters like Moon Knight or whatever. They'd be reviewing a statue and they would know nothing about the character. Mm-hmm. And it would just make you laugh. Like how that it's like, wow, dude, he knows nothing about the comic. He's just reviewing the statue. Fine. Good for them that they, they like the statue. That's awesome. But it, at least um, have a little source material and, and know what you're talking about before you start talking about it. You know what I mean? Cause you, you definitely want to give people information. Uh, that's what I always try to do. That's why I always tried to just give as much detail as possible um, and just, you know, explain everything um, to try and bring them in the room with you, like looking at the statue. Um, I, I really don't have any secret or anything like that. You know, like I always, like, I, like I, I guess the secret of my channel's success was simplicity uh, and I just be me. Honesty. Um, and it's not nothing to be afraid about, you know, like if you don't want to get in front, like I hardly ever got in front of the camera. Um, 
but I was, you know, I did a few times when I toured my house and stuff like that with the collection tour. And, you know, I haven't done one of those in quite some time, obviously, but I, you know, if you're afraid to be in front of the camera, don't get in front of the camera. Um, just don't be nervous. I would always just, just speak from the heart and just talk, you know, like, you get a lot of people that are like, um, and, um, and, uh, you know, like, just relax. Don't, you know, it's, I was just felt like I was, I don't know, just speaking from the heart, talking about what I liked and what I didn't like about the piece. I always tried to, you know, at the same time, whenever I was reviewing something, I didn't want, I always never wanted to slam the person or, or you know, hurt the company, you know, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are like, oh, you never have nothing bad to say about Sideshow. Like, are you paid by Sideshow? They send you that stuff for free. No. Um, but I would I would say something if something looked poor. If an eye was crossed, I, you can look back at my videos. Mm -hmm. If the, I'd say something if the eye was googly or something. But do it tactfully. Exactly. And, and do it nicely. You know what I mean? Mistakes are made. You know, <laughs> you don't, you're not, not out to rip apart a company. Um, Correct. I, I guess that's it. I just, my channel has always been very simplistic and from the heart. It's just purely about what I love collecting and what I like. And I just try to bring it to people. Like if I get a new portable video game, I'll sometimes throw it on the channel. Mm -hmm. Like the, the Steam down, I, I like the game on the side. I've been heavily into Call of Duty lately. All of a sudden I'm back into Call of Duty. I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> I've been playing it religiously now. I always loved Gears of War growing up. Mm -hmm. um, and like, you know, the Steam Deck now, it's pretty cool to play these games portably Portal through the Xbox Cloud Pass. And sometimes I'll do a, throw a video on there, or maybe I'll throw a video about a new firearm that I picked up, and I'll catch a lot of heat. You know, you got to be careful about your source content, because yeah. you're never going to please everyone. Everyone, maybe yeah. Someone's a big anti-gun person. Maybe someone's a big predominant, you know, pro-gun. Who knows? Uh, you know, and, and I always try to be very political in whatever I'm talking about, or you know, not to offend anyone. Um, you, you know, especially in this day and age, you, mm. you got to be very careful about your words and what you say. Yeah. Um, no, I guess I guess if I was to describe my channel, I'd say simplistic. It all started out just like on like the the table, and then I started, you know, reviewing on a nicer table, and then I started getting spinners, you know. But I never never went crazy just to bring you the piece. It was all about the piece, exactly the, what I was reviewing. Um, not about some big introduction with fireworks and stuff like that, or some outro, you know, exit from the video. It was just about the piece. That's what I always loved about pop culture shock street fighter pieces they were just on a simplistic base it was just a black circle and mm -hmm. there was the statues so your attention was drawn to the the character you know um yeah i i, I guess that's it <laughs> <laughs> you know i just I'm, I'm glad i could uh bring all this to you guys all over the years and i'm still doing whatever i can here and there and i hate to lose any subscribers i'm glad all you new people coming on board um i definitely appreciate it like i said um it's 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 uh very rewarding um to to talk about something that you love and have people enjoy it uh, on top of that so yeah well dean thank you very much i, I want to say thank you once again um john paul thank you i mean i can't I, i'm humbled that you even wanted me on you know i'm very irrelevant now and like i think like i said i haven't really been doing reviews or anything but i i do try to do a review here and there and uh uh, I was very, very flattered to be to be asked. So thank you. No, you're welcome. And yeah, I think that there's still, you know, people out there like me that can share the same sentiment. 
um a lot of people you know started watching your your channel years ago and um that's how they got into the hobby and to me that was great um it, it brings those memories I, I remember those simple simpler days from of youtube and simpler days and collecting you know where things were not as complicated as they are now but um it's good you know and i think that i just mentioned and i think it's it's totally true it's about being authentic it's about being honest and uh uh, and being positive, I think, like you said, I never saw in any of your videos any negativity. You were not blasting people, or you know, you know, pointing people, or trying to make any type of, um, you know, diss or anything. You just were, you know, being honest. And it was all about the piece. It was all about the art. It was all about the work of the artists and the companies. And to me, that's at the end of the day, that's what it is. When you're making a review video, it's about just presenting the material and talking about it. And you know, like you said, mistakes are made. But it doesn't mean that the company didn't try to do something good or the artists were involved in the process. At the end of the day, they are the ones that put their heart into it. And sometimes things don't work out, but uh, that doesn't mean that they're bad people or they're just trying to do something wrong from, for, for us. So I, I love that. I, I think that was, to me, that was the rule that I learned from your videos to apply on my videos was to, um, no matter what, you know, even if you're not happy with the product, just trying to be honest but do it in a respectful way and always honor the people who were involved in the process of production of that piece. Uh, because they're human beings like you and I, they have to pay bills. They got things to do. They have families to worry about and they do their best. And sometimes things don't work out and it has nothing to do with them. Sometimes it's just something that happened in the factory and our piece came broken. And, you know, because some transportation, the guy that works for UPS or FedEx didn't take care of it. Just throw it in there and it came broken and nothing to do with the company. So, um, you know, I love that. And that's something that I love from your channel was that there was always a positivity around it, you know, and still is, you know, I still watch your videos. And well, I want to say thank you for all you have done. Uh, so my friends, I want to say to all who are listening to this podcast, whether you're listening to different platforms or you're watching this in YouTube, I want to say thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. Don't forget to to subscribe to the channel. Also, if you have never, ever watched the channel of Statue Hunter 75, I will have the links in the description. You can follow him there. Uh, just I recommend you to follow him. Go back through his videos. If you have never watched the videos, because I know there's some, a lot of new people here, um, go back to the old videos. Look at all those videos. We, look at the production of those videos. There's so many amazing pieces that he reviewed over the years. Many of my purchases started watching his videos and definitely he was the one the culprit I'm of many of my block. purchases <laughs> you were the one that kind of pushed me to a lot of this uh, and but you know what um I, I i'm thankful because i love this hobby and i know many people do too but i want to say to all of you thank you for taking the time to listen and to watch and don't forget to follow us on facebook instagram all the links are in the description my friends god bless you take care and we will talk to you again Bye bye